Hey, y'all. Welcome to the People Purpose Podcast, the show that explores all of the ins and outs, challenges and opportunities HR, people managers, and all people face at work every day. I am one of your co-hosts, Chaz Fields, and I am with my uh, purple-shirted, smiley-faced co-host. Julie Julie Devlin. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jules. Uh, That doesn't look like you're at home. I'm not at home. No, I'm not. Um, where, where am I, at? Chaz? Where uh-huh. am I? I, I ask myself that, Chaz. You know, we travel a lot. Sometimes I do wake up and wonder. But I will tell you that I am in Las Vegas, Viva Las Vegas. And right. I am at the HR Tech Conference here, oh, wow. uh, 2022 yeah. HR Tech Conference. So uh, welcome to our bonus episode, right? I love it. I love yeah. it, Jules. I normally would be there with you uh, today. Well, really this whole week, but I'm speaking at a conference here in Wyoming today. So by the way, it's it's my something good. All right. You know, we yeah. have to do this, but my tell me something <laughs> good. Wyoming is the most beautiful place I've ever been. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, and you know, I've been all over the world and I will tell you this, uh, the experience of just driving last night and checking out some things and just the landscape. I, I called my wife last night and I was like, babe, like I could, I could live here forever. Like, it, wow. you know, it's, it's amazing. The people are amazing. Uh, the landscape is gorgeous. Um, you know, so we're, we're super excited to be speaking there today, or at least I'm super excited to be speaking there today, but not why we're here. Tell me something good, Jules. Yeah. Well, Wyoming is one of 11 States I've not been to, so I'm going to have to make my way there. Um, something good Chaz. I've been out West now for 10 days and, uh, I, I have experienced some awesome things as, but especially the weather. It started out 113 degrees when I was in Phoenix. Um, but then I came to Vegas and it's been like 89 degrees and no humidity and it's been just perfect. So I just I hate that for you. I know I hate you hate so it for me. For you. But here's the thing, we've been working a lot, so I haven't really been outside all that much, but, <laughs> but I will but I will tell you this, Jazz, it's been it's just been a great uh, great experience being here and uh, really look forward to chatting with you about it here. I love it. Well, I'm really excited because uh, like we start with every episode, uh, since I'm not there, I've got a lot of questions about what's going on at HR Tech <laughs> Conference, but here's the deal. Business stat of the day, like every episode, uh, according to analysis by Verified Market Research, the global HR tech market will be worth $38.36 billion by 2030. And last year, uh, the market was $23.32 billion and will experience 5.7% growth from now until 2030. What a great... Uh, what a great segue, but first thoughts on that, Jules? Yeah, my first thought is that doesn't surprise me just being here. Okay, yeah. so being here, Chaz, the amount of options that are out there um, are insane in terms of the number of uh, folks here that are exhibiting at the Expo Hall. And every year, and I know you've been here, Chaz, but every year you know that there are more and more exhibitors and more and more options for folks. Yeah. So I remember us being there last year together. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went and listened to a couple speakers and we attended sessions just to kind of get a lay of the land and, and see what's out there. You know, I'm not there this year, last year, you know, coming out of the whole COVID nightmare, uh, it wasn't super packed, I guess, mm-hmm. with a lot of attendees, but the vendors still showed up. The speakers still showed up. What What's it been like this year? insane insane insanely <laughs> in good 
in a good way insane well it is las vegas insane in a good way in terms of the number of people that are here uh it's really it's really noticeable really Chaz, every conference that i go to uh Mm -hmm. the amount of people that keep coming back in person it's great to see um but especially this conference i can tell you that we have a pretty robust number of booth staff here and all of us have been busy the entire time uh which is great because we love to talk to people that come up to the booth now here's the thing the folks that attend this conference oftentimes are a little bit different from folks that attend like Sherm and APA and that kind of thing. A lot of these folks are really, really digging in, looking for HR technology now, right? Yeah. So that's why they're here. They're here to look to see what's the latest and greatest, who's the vendor that's going to help them, et cetera. What about, so So if I remember last year, and again, I'm, I apologize, but like the lay of the land of vendors this year, can you just give me the the types of tech right like what options are yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry we, we don't have no. that long right but no 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 i mean tech. if you here's the thing Chaz. you know the amount of options that are out there for literally every piece of hr tech mm-hmm. are, are just it's just insane in terms of the numbers um you know so if you need a recruitment tool for example you can find that if you need a, an eight an applicant tracking system standalone you can find that if you you need a learning management system an onboarding system an erp all of it you can get it here you can get anything that you need um which really (laughs) is a good thing but it also makes it a little bit more complicated for hr folks and we'll talk about that too yeah i'd be interested because you know you as a former vp of hr right you bought and implemented software three times four times I did. Right. I did implementation of, of HR software three times, but other software many, many, many times. Yes. Right. Right. So, so I, I respect the fact that there are different, um, you know, vendors or things that are trying to uh, achieve whatever niche that they're trying to achieve. Right. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. recruiting and ATS and onboarding. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind coming from a services tech background, right? The first thing that comes to mind is, okay, what if an integration doesn't exist? Right. Right. What what happens? Like how how are people promoting their product? You know, because I, I you know, there's the whole best in class approach. There's a single source solution approach. You know, you've talked with some of these folks. Like what are, what are some of the issues that you're seeing beyond that? I mean, some of the issues are that folks have so many different things working mm-hmm. together. They have 12 different logins and they have, uh, you know, just a really complicated time. You know, your technology is supposed to help you right. not make you more stressed out. Right. So what I'm finding is a lot of folks are coming up to the booth and saying, I don't, you know, I have this, I have this, I have this, I have this. What I really need is one single solution or something close to that. And that's what I'm finding to be, you know, the biggest draw for people wanting to have that single solution. That's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not that you can't have these, those other tools, right? right? Because I mean, you know about integrations, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, my, my thing is, my thing is, you know, integration does take some work. Usually once it's set up, you know, you can kind of let it run, especially when you're dealing with, you know, an API integration or, or leveraging a tool that, that, um, talks the talk within each of the systems. Um, what I'm hearing you say, though, is a lot of people are looking to optimize, right? Yes. You know, going from 12 to even 10 or eight, you know what I mean? Like, let's start chipping it off because I, what I do know just in the space and, 
And what I've researched is that optimization is the key theme and has been for the last three years. I think COVID elevated that quite a bit and, and people realize, man, I, I really can't do all of these things when I'm just trying to get people to show up for work today. Right. right. So, so I, I hear that term optimization and, and the goal, right. The goal is to simplify our lives, to go focus on, Hey, we got to recruit talent because there's a labor participation shortage right now. Is that kind of the vibe yeah. of the attendees? Yes. Yes. Uh, everybody is looking for help. I can tell you that. Um, everybody is, everybody has, is coming up and asking really good questions. Yeah. There are informed folks now. I mean, with HR tech, there's so many options out there. There's so many different, um, you know, places that you can go to read reviews. And, you know, I, I have a lot of folks who say, Oh, I talked to my friends. They utilize UKG, for example. Right. Cool. They said, it's great. You know, obviously mm-hmm. coming from the folks who you know, work for UKG, of course, right, right. to say that, but it's true. Right. Um, have, have had many of those conversations. Um, so yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to ask, like, when I think about this strategy, right. And I think about what it takes to go in and, and buy technology or, or, it doesn't really matter if it's technology. I think just any sort of strategic initiative, you know, with HR leading the way, hence HR Tech Conference, right? I don't think it's any more where I can just say, I need new HR tech. No, no, right? no. Right. It's there has to be a complete strategy surrounding that tech. Like what what do you what do you think about that? Like it's not yeah. just okay, go and buy, you know. Yeah, I think that the HR tech strategy has to be integrated into the overall business strategy and you have to have a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, I need HR tech because I need it. Right. You have to know what the purpose is going to be for the tools yeah. that you're going to implement, for the tools that you're going to purchase. Right? Yeah. You're paying you're paying money for these things. Um, so you need to make sure that you're getting you know, what it is that you're looking for. But the, before you can know whether or not you're getting what you're looking for, you have to know what it is you need. Yeah. You have to know what it is you need. So what I encourage all HR folks to do is take a look at, you know, your HR tech stack. Um, and say, what is working for me? What is not working for me? Um, And where can we make changes in order to optimize and be more efficient with the tech stack? Yeah, I think, I think it's got to be a holistic approach, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, I think about, and I've worked with customers who have, you know, hundred collective bargaining agreements, right? You know, that, that have to have, Right. Like the collective bargaining agreement component where, you know, you need a solution that can calculate, you know, shift differentials, weighted average over time, you know, whatever that looks like. Right. And then that transitions, you know, from the HR piece to the benefit offerings and those components. But at the end of the day, if if the time and the payroll and the HR aren't communicating with each other in the way that it should, then you know, you're still kind of stuck, right? So, so when I think about your strategy point and, and the holistic approach, it can't, you have to look at it from all areas of the business, right? Like yeah. you have to, you have to get operations involved. You have to get your, you know, finance involved, you know, sometimes even IT, right? I, I've never met an IT person who doesn't have a project, but I can tell you if they can offload something that's going to run itself, I, I can tell you they want to do that, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think the other thing, Chaz, when we talk about a holistic approach and when we have multiple systems, that really makes it more difficult for people to utilize those systems because it's such a learning curve for each one. So the question becomes too, you know, I have a lot of folks coming up to the booth saying, how do I get my employees to utilize our system? 
or what are some things that I can do to help train them on best practices with the system and that kind of thing. So I think that making that a priority um, is also a conversation that we're having here too. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. And and you being the teacher, right. And me being the the coach slash mentor, how do you, how do you teach those people? Right. Like I'm a change practitioner, right. Change management through and through. I, I, I love the idea of change. And one of the big pieces is communicating what people need to know and what action they need to take. Right. But that, comes with the training program. I know our customer conference is coming up Aspire in November, right? Like we're together in November and um, I, I'm speaking with one of our uh, user adoption um, folks, her name's Mariana, and we were talking about like, what are the mishaps with all of this and in HR tech? And it's because there's, there's not a good user adoption or change management strategy in place which relies upon the holistic approach, right? And that relies upon what you're buying and trying to simplify all of these things. So I don't think you can just throw HR in anymore and say, you know what, I need need new HR tech without taking a a, a step back and looking at the greater picture for for the business. You have to know how it integrates into the whole business strategy. Mm -hmm. And that's easier said than done. But what it does require is requires having conversations with other stakeholders, Mm -hmm. with other folks within the organization outside of HR and payroll, outside of recruiters, et cetera. You know, who are the end users of this system? Who are the ones that are going to be touching it every single day? And I can tell you, Chaz, oftentimes that's middle managers. And what I I see often is that organizations don't have a great strategy surrounding how they're going to train and keep retraining middle managers on how to utilize the HR tech systems. Yeah. What would you say has been your biggest takeaway from the conference that you're at? My biggest takeaway has been the importance of partnering with a tech or an HR tech organization that's going to be more than just a service provider. They're going to be a true partner and understand your business. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, Chaz, the software is going to do its job. Mm-hmm. Software is there. A lot of the software, you know, they do similar type things. Maybe they just do them a little differently or it looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But the biggest piece of this is being partnering with an organization that has the service on point and that prioritizes customer service because you don't want you don't want to be doing payroll and not have uh, somebody that you can reach out to immediately right uh, to ask questions if you're if you're struggling etc so um, I think that's important Oh, that's really good. I think you really touched on something that that I like is that that partnership or that that partnership that knows your business, Mm -hmm. which is really important because a partnership isn't telling you all of the answers that you want to hear, right? Right. A partnership is saying, Hey, look, like here's what you're going to experience and here's how you approach it. And this is our methodology and and it's okay to hear no. Right. But if we reflect back on the nice to haves, the have to haves and the simplification of the optimization that you're trying to accomplish, Mm -hmm. I much, you know, we talk about transparency all the time and that mutual, you know, that mutual ownership. I am going to trust you as a person or as a vendor if you were going to tell me, yeah, that's just not going to work for us. Right. Like, you know, because we have two businesses here that we need to make sure both flourish because if our business flourishes, your business is going to flourish and vice versa. And sometimes that means we have to say no. Absolutely. And I know we're getting long here, Chaz, but the last thing I want to mention, uh, something that I keep hearing a lot of here is, do you have a global solution? We have workers in Africa. We have workers in 
the UK. We have workers name your country, and do yeah. you have do you have options for them? And it's great to be able to say that yes, we do. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Jules, I, I miss you. I, I wish I was there. I wish it was flying out there, but I've got to get home to my little one uh, tomorrow morning. So um, have fun, be safe. And, and just a few reminders, y'all, before we leave, don't forget to go leave us a review, like, and subscribe, and use the hashtag PeoplePurposePod on social media sites like LinkedIn and Twitter. And hey, by the way, check out the latest blogs and research done over at the Workforce Institute at UKG by visiting the workforceinstitute.org. Julie, have a blast in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to see you next, but uh, uh, I'll see you soon. Um, yeah. I'm actually headed home this evening, so it'll be awesome. interesting to get back on the East Coast time. Awesome. Travel <laughs> travel safe, y'all. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.